welcome to Car Dishing It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. So that means that we're going to be talking about keeping up with the Kardashians, what's happening in their actual lives today, their Snapchats, their Instagrams, their tweets, their uh, cases in the courts of laws, <laughs> their, their products, their trips, uh, the way that they affect everything from music to sports to pretty much the heart of uh, all culture. Yep. Uh, this is it. This is your number one resource. We're a couple of dashy heads. <laughs> <laughs> dashy heads. Um, and today is a, a special episode. It's uh, it's just me and Marcy this week. It's not special because it's you and it's I. It's not special. It's, it's, it's unique. Unique. I, good, uh, thank right? you. I mean, it's special. I guess special could be just well, it's, uh, different. different. We'll yeah. just say it's a different episode this We're week. We're missing our sweet Trish. We're missing Trish. Miss Trish. Um, our sweet Trisha is out of town with her truly beautiful family. Um, and we miss her very much and I'm sure she'll have plenty to weigh in on next week when she returns. I can't wait to hear all about what Q's doing on the East coast. Oh my God. Baby's first plane ride. Get out of here. But just in case you're listening, like by the time you hear this, she'll be back Mm -hmm. and you can't rob her. Oh yeah. (laughs) Their home is full of, uh, guns. Well, Uh, they actually have house sitters and stuff for the doggy. Yeah. Um, so you can't rob her. Yeah. There. There you Um, go. Uh, how's your week been? How has my week been? Has it been like in the ether, just like a crazy time? It feels very crazy. It feels like the, I think that like the energy of life right now is a bit like, it's felt, I mean, truly for me, I think it's felt like a bit manic, like since the election, which is now like a long time. Like it's like, I kept kind of waiting for it to settle and be like, okay, well, this is life. Um, and then evidenced by like headlines constantly. Um, it just feels like the world in general is like a bit, uh, nuts. Yeah, there was know? the terror attacks terror in attack. London. Endless, like, uh, Trump headlines, uh, a terrifying Supreme Court judge probably getting confirmed to. I- this is like so terrible of me, but I kind of just have to not. I actually, to be totally to honest, that. I have not been, um, following. I like yeah. have, this is probably the least I've been reading, um, like especially Washington, uh, based news in a while. And, um, I've just been trying really hard to like, I don't, this word, this term is a little like, uh, I don't use it that much, but, um, like self care. Yeah. And basically like for me, uh, a new thing has happened, I would say, since the election, which is that, like, I pretty immediately feel, like, genuine anxiety and panic and, like, like devastation if I, like, go down the rabbit hole. And I'm someone who, like, goes down the rabbit hole. Well, we'll put a pin in that because I'm going to actually talk about that probably later. Okay. When we get into the episode because I have, like, something that correlates for me personally. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, but anything else fun? Like, anything? What is a fun thing? Um... I'm just waiting for you to ask me. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Come on, please think, ask think, me. Think, think, what did I do? Um, no, I, I, I would not say that I had any big headlines. Marcy, what about well, you? I had a couple things. One, I told you on the way here that uh-huh. my cat was sick. Yeah. He was pretty, pretty sick, but, so um, sad. He's doing better now for every all the fans of Corbo at home. Corbo, uh, such a good Bo. name. Um, so I had to take him to the vet early, early Monday morning because it was like two days of him not feeling well. So I he recently he, got the snip. He got snip, but then I think his vaccination, he had a, mm-hmm. a, a bad reaction to his vaccination. It caused an infection. So that's really scary. It's really scary. I uh, so a friend of mine was like, you should, you know, go to the vet and scream at them. I was like, no, I'm just not going to use them again. But like, yes. I, you know, anything can, ha- who knows? Like, well, um, I have a long list of vets that I love 
that I also well, should pass along to you. I would love them. But I found a nice one in like Hollywood. So I went Good. there and uh, <laughs> there was, this might be a little bit of long. I'll try to keep it short, but there was the, so you, as you would imagine at a vet, there's going to be a certain amount of crazy people there. Oh yeah. People who like really need the animal to fill a hole in their life, mm-hmm. which I am now becoming. <laughs> uh, but immediately, so I get there very early. I'm like there around like eight twenty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a no one's in the lobby. I see a woman like walk out. She's kind of like she's disheveled looking. She has cat hair all over. Her. It's clear that <laughs> she's like got a, a sick cat. <laughs> um, and she's like, "Where's my phone? Where's my phone? It was right there. I don't understand it. Was they don't grow legs? Where's my phone?" And she's like looking me right in the eye, and I was like, "Oh no!" Well, it was accusatory. Well, I don't know. It was like sort of, like, sort of like towing the line between being like, "Did you take it?" and like, "Please help." Also, help me. Yeah. So I was like, "Did you leave it in your car?" No. I was like, okay. Um, and there's at this point, a few other people have trickled in. Uh, and the, there's a man sitting in the spot where she says it was right there. And he's like, I don't know. And truly, like, he didn't come in and steal her phone. It'd be crazy to walk into a place. You never saw the and phone. And then sit. No, I never saw it. Um, and it will all be revealed later as to why. Um, so <laughs> oh, she's screaming about that. And, and the <laughs> nurses are like, you know, what room are you in? We'll go look in the room. And yeah. she's like, it's not in there. And like, she's just like, she sits down right now. And this is a very big lobby. It's yeah. like, it, it's truly like probably like 40 feet by 10 feet. So it's a long, it's, yeah. lo- it's long. And there's like a lot of benches and chairs and like not a lot of people. There's yeah. like three other people in the room sits right next to me. And she's like, I just don't understand. I'm back there. They tell me my cat's sick. It's going to be $800. I just had dental work and now I lost my phone. This is just the icing. And I was like, oh. I'm so sorry, but oh. I didn't want to engage too much. Yeah. Was- I know that feeling where you're like, I want to be a human and I want to emote and be compassionate, but I super do not want to engage yeah, with you in I don't a real get way. into it. No. Well, she also accused you of theft minutes before. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of accused me of theft. So she's, she's just like sitting there being like, I don't understand. I mean, I can't believe my life. I'm just going to go vomit right now. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> Wait, what? And so she's like really just mutter talking loud, but looking at me oh, and I'm just like being like mother. And I'm like, got this cat that's like, I'm like, what's wrong with that? I don't know what cats are like. So <laughs> there's another lady sitting to the other side of me and she is, she's, she looks like she's, 30% of the way to a cat lady. And I don't mean someone who owns a cat. I mean the cat lady. Jocelyn Wildens. Yes, the woman with plastic <laughs> surgery. I got she's, so excited. I was she's, like, please let it be She's not Jocelyn. there, but she's on her way there. Oh, how fun. She's like, itch, you know. Like, pulled up face. Pulled up face. Crazy. She's probably like, I mean, I hope she never listens to this. Although I got her full name. We exchanged phone numbers. We'll get there. Oh, uh, my God. So oh, she, my God. She, is, <laughs> she says to, so she's like a, a cat lady. And then there's crazy phone lady. So crazy phone lady still yammering on about her phone. And then cat lady who owns a dog does not own a cat. Uh, okay. Yeah. She just looks like a cat. Okay. Okay. Um, cat lady is a dog woman. Big, uh, big <laughs> lip implants. Very beautiful hair. Like she's, she's probably late forties, early fifties. I was just going to ask age guess. But like she looks great. Like she's looking But does awesome. she look great or does she, she look looks great. Like, like a crazy looks, plastic surgery She woman. looks like she's had a lot of plastic surgery, but she's like wearing this like very, like very tight jeans that are like a little bell bottom with like a thick belt that's like fun that Ooh. matches the like the and she's got like a body yaddy yaddy 
Yeah, and okay. she's wearing like this like pink bodysuit that's off the shoulders, and she has like Ooh. micro curls that are blonde, and like she, you know, yeah. her face is like not. It's like I said, it's thirty percent of the way. It's like mm-hmm. where Cat Lady should have stopped because she looks good. Uh, I see what you're saying. Not full cat. So not full Jocelyn. She turns to phone lady and she says, I'm going to help you find this. Okay. Let's just calm down. Oh my God. A woman let's calm down. who has entered and is going to solve. She's going to fix this problem. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, what's your name? I don't know what the lady's name was. Let's say, let's call her, let's call her, uh, uh Abby, Abby angels. She turns shut, to the room. Shut up. Oh arms stretched wide. <laughs> It's a minor spin. Not a full... She's not twirling. It's a minor spin. Stop. Angels, Abby is under a lot of stress right now. <laughs> and she needs your help. And is she to, looking up to that? Where are her eyes? She's all around the room. She's doing a minor spin. <laughs> she's doing a minor spin. It's a slow spin, but she's got her arms outstretched. She's spinning in a Whoa. circle. Angels, and her arms are kind of like, you know, like a little bit up. Angels... Abby cannot handle the stress right now. She needs you to stop playing with her and help her find her phone. Then she oh. goes to the front desk, speaks to them about something. She like turns. Now I'm involved again. Well, how's she, Abby taking this angel, Abby, you angel can, request? So Abby on a scale of like one to 10 of crazy was at a seven and really directing it at me. Yeah. Someone else came in at an eight. <laughs> she drops down to a four. She was a real alpha in terms yeah. of crazy. She got out crazy <laughs> so fast. Oh, I can't wait now, to do that. Now she's like just a little annoyed and being like, well, I just don't, I don't understand. She's like, we are going I wanted to, to go vomit. This. She says, you're a Capricorn. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She was yes. right. Abby is a Capricorn. She just guessed straight out the gate. She guessed straight out the gate. Oh, uh, I love this And then woman. she's like, I know where it's, she like, so she said a prayer to the angels. Uh, she God. said, it's going to be in the cat's carrier. Finally, and she's like really calming her and like petting the woman and like being like, it's going to be fine. Okay. So she, uh, a nurse comes out with the pet carrier and like they look around and she's like, it's not there. And then, and then cat lady goes, Crazy cat. Nah, I Ooh, wish Jocelyn. I, uh, I know what her real name is, but I don't want to use I it. I don't think you should say okay, it. Okay. Uh, what are the chances, though? But that would I be mean, who truly knows? wild. Uh, and then she puts her hands into the carrier because she has my phone number. She could call me and, exactly. and yell me. Puts her hands into the carrier and then it comes out. Shut up. But Shut other up. people had already looked. She just was like, it was amazing. Wait. Okay. I, listen. She didn't steal it. There okay. was, she didn't. There's no way that this was no. like some crazy sleight of hand and she no. made it look like she pulled it out. This no. woman, the woman had no it. pockets on her tight jeans. Oh yeah. I forgot she was wearing that great outfit. She was wearing skin tight outfits and so many crystals. Yeah. Oh my God. I love this Lots woman. Of rose quartz and turquoise on her. Wait, okay. I don't want you to out her, but I, I am very curious what her first name was. Do would you, do you feel comfortable saying that or does that feel too? Rana. I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. So I knew it was going to be good. So phone lady calms down. She has to leave. She's so thankful. She hugs her. I'm putting up a wall so she doesn't hug me, but I was like, I'm so happy that you found it. She never vomited. She didn't vomit. I don't think it cost her $800 to get her cat either. So it was fine. (laughs) So her day really turned around. So then Ron is on to me now. And she's like, this is all I I wanted. And so I have my cat in a carrier and she says, can (laughs) I see your dog? And I was like, oh, it's a cat. She goes, oh, can I look at her? And I was like, well, it's a boy. Uh, so she's okay, petting. for a lady who could spot a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, are you a cancer? And I was like, nope. Oh, my uh, God. Is she, it was just for it was just for Abby. It was for Abby. But then she goes, I tell her the story about how I found the cat. And she goes, 
this cat is really going to help you. <gasps> He's going to be so good for you. Oh, you're going God. through a lot right now. Physically, you have something really serious going on. <laughs> and oh. I'm smiling and saying, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I mean, why? What? What? Why? I know. No. 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 You. I was exactly like, I don't know what I would do. Do I have something? Uh, and she's like, this cat's really gonna help. She's like, yeah. You're thinking. She's like, he's like a puppy. Oh. He's like a puppy cat. And I was like, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. And she goes, well, I mean, it's very clear when the cat like isn't freaking out and right. and it's like letting strangers pet it without right. like backing into a corner. Right. So she says, uh, you're thinking of career change. Mm-hmm. Do it. Because when it rains for you, it's going to pour. Your life, get ready. Your life's about to change. Oh my God. This unsolicited. But also, I'm not thinking of a career change. Well, look. Unless, this, Marcy, are all of our listeners going to send me money? Is this going to change my I life? I mean, that feels very likely. Um, <laughs> so she's like, are you a cancer? I'm like, nope. Uh, anyway, like, she, we, I don't know how we get there. She's like, well, I have to go to a recording studio. She said this. She's going to record it. She also, like, was Does like, she have a podcast? She doesn't have a podcast. She, she is a singer. <gasps> she Wrong. did not have an accent, but is not from this country. It was very, she told me that she used to experiment with drugs, never heroin, of course. Um, <laughs> what a line to draw i was like have you and i just asked have you always been spiritual or were you born this way she's like i've always seen things i've always oh, known things oh my god she's like but i used to experiment with drugs but now i a few years ago i was like let me try something else and so i went to an ashram in india and like i kind of tune out right about then i mean it's interesting but i'm like all right let's get going and she's been talking about how she's like i have an audi that i lease can you take a lease back i don't like it and i was like i really don't know it it was a lot um but we exchanged numbers and uh i can't wait to get coffee with I her i was gonna say please please tell me you really will reach out to her i mean i won't reach out to her but if she reaches out to me i might i might go uh, can i come yeah I desperately want to meet her I all wish- i want to be in this world <laughs> is a woman who's like swishing around in like some sort of loose Santa Fe type outfit and like she'd be your, a Samantha to your yeah, yeah I think she sounds a lot more like glamorous but just the spirit of like someone who who can just walk up to strangers and engage like that is so oh, wild speaking of Samantha I just gotta say the vet was great I went for a follow up and she was great. so nice and her name is Carrie Bagshaw can I say yeah plug so, your vet but I was like how funny I was like she's like you have to ask for me I was like I'll remember your name because it's Carrie Bagshaw Shaw, which is <laughs> it sounds like a bad a bad purse company that was like trying to get a licensing deal with sex, sex in the city <laughs> uh, we'll do the carry bag shaw <laughs> it'll be a limited edition just us yes so Michael king was like no <laughs> so that's no. my story that is a fabulous story i like was like i'll hold on to uh, that trisha's gonna love that i miss trisha i miss trisha oh she's gonna love that story she would love that lady <laughs> she was really special she was uh, something well uh look i hope she's wrong about some of it because i don't want something to be wrong with you but uh, yeah. i love the idea of um of all a this career change yes, all this- raining a port- i was like career change i hope it just starts didn't you say on like one of our first episodes that you were going to be a lawyer that? <laughs> that you i said i went to law school but i didn't <laughs> i didn't go to law school i lied so uh, did you yeah you said lawyer you meant liar <laughs> yeah i'm a lot but uh, tomato <laughs> also then later that night which is so funny i went to i am the weirdest person in the world i went to um 
a workshop oh. where we learn to access our spirit guides and angels. And I learned so <gasps> much about that. So anyone want to ask me about angels, spirit guides. Uh, and I learned how to like go like. Okay, she's rubbing her hands together. Yeah, you hear it, guys. Yeah. Make energy with my hands and and like have your angels push you back and forth to tell you. So, I don't know. It was really interesting. Uh, wow. I really loved it. Uh, and also it's like um, Jess and I are both uh, working on scripts in like a class setting right now. And like I, there's I literally met a man who is a character I wrote. <gasps> and I was like, oh, my God, I've written you. Oh, my God. And, and I like, told him the character's name and he's like. And it was so close to his real first name. Oh my god! I wrote anyway. So and I, I'm like, um, um, drawing people in. You reminded me, and I don't think we have time to tell it. But I don't think last week did I talk about the um, the uh, sex toy uh, like seminar thing talk I went to. Talk about it a little. Okay, bit, okay. Though. My friend invited me. I she texted me. She was like, "Would you want to go to?" It's she put a Tupperware party in quotes. Uh, and she was like, it's like for sex toys, um, which I know, I know that's a thing because mm. this same friend and I, we were roommates in college and we had one, like we arranged one in college with our roommate and it's like, they basically do like a fake kind of like Mary Kay style like thing where a rep comes. Like Candy does. Uh, can- yes, there you go. Candy yes. from Real Housewives yes. of Atlanta. And they lay out all the goods and they take you through them and you drink wine and it's like a little party, like a Mary Kay kind of thing. And you like buy sex toys and you like buy vibrators and stuff. Um, and I may have purchased one that lasted a long time. Um, so in she's, college. In college. Okay. So so that was a while ago. So she texted me. She was like, would you want to come to this one um, on Sunday? And I was like, sure, why not? And it was like through a friend of a friend. So I didn't know anybody but her. And I that's arrived. A weird, that's a weird room to walk into. Oh, my God. It only got weirder. Okay. And I show up and it's at this beautiful house in like Larchmont. This like very cool, modern, like just very nice house. And she texted me and she's like, by the way, this is like mostly if not entirely lesbians just a heads up they're gonna know the most and i was about, like great, that's great that rules so because they because like, their friend is a lesbian and, and this is her like circle yeah if of, anyone like, knows about that stuff they're like like because there's like a weird thing that like straight women like are like no i would never oh my god and lesbians are like yeah you better yes that's so what i was thinking really i was like nice this is empowering perfect yeah. so we walk in and it's big it's like a group of like it's a big house and it's like truly maybe 30 women and i'm late like it's kind of starting and they're everyone's seated around has wine and there's like beautiful food out and it's like this really lovely uh setting a setup and then there's the woman from the sex toy company and she has everything laid out and she uh, this room is like it's like hollywood lesbian cool girls like everyone looks like they all look like Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart yep. They all look like they are all like rail thin, boyish, gorgeous with like these incredible androgynous haircuts. And Amazing they like eyebrows. I look like a weird frump woman. Like no way. I, no, this you is like never look like a weird frump woman. And I've was, seen you like literally wearing moo-moos. <laughs> That's true. I do. You like still it. make them look. Thank good. you. Well, I felt very uncool. It was a very hip room of like very very hip lesbians and and they're lovely and they're so nice and um it starts the good like as i'm walking in the woman's like okay can we please start i'd like to get going and seems kind of like agitated like it's getting uh like she was running late or whatever and so she does not look like an la woman like i would say in a very judgy way she looks like um like a more of like a kind of suburban mom maybe right she's a little older 
and but cool you know she's mm. like uh she's a nose ring like me um and she starts and she's clearly like done it before she's like does not seem nervous old hat and she does her whole spiel of just like this is the company this is the way it works and but she's logged her ten thousand hours she knows her sh- she really knows her shit and so she's going through it and talking about the company and the way the night's gonna work and that she's gonna take us through and um and then she but it was funny too because she was really like went into a lot of statistics about sex and how sex is so great for you and all the great health benefits of sex and my friend leaned over and was like is she selling us on sex <laughs> like, i mean i guess that some people need to know that like it was just it behooves you to have it's it. true it's a good starter but then she goes okay so i like to do a little icebreaker and i um i hand out that she hands out these drawings and she's like it's like little uh, scraps of paper and she's like this is a thing that i always do with my groups of girls and it's called it's called nudie drawings and on the drawing on the paper is like a drawing of like a guy like a naked guy and he's like flexing his muscles mm-hmm. and then he's drawn he's naked except right at his dick there's nothing it's blank and so she goes so this is a fun one for the girls okay so what i, I want to you guys- a room full of lesbians and these are look you don't have to be a cool you don't have to be the most like progressive to like vis- visibly <laughs> click anybody i think could have figured it out and she's, she's like, all right, Sandy, Chris, Aaron. <laughs> literally was like, so I want you guys to put the pencil down and what you, you're not allowed to look and you close your eyes and you draw what you would most want to see. And this like weird kind of like quiet like takes over the room and she's like, so have fun. I mean, go big, right? <laughs> and it's like a bunch of jokes about, uh, drawing dicks because we love them so much, and the, and literally everyone's like nervously laughing, like okay, this is weird. <laughs> and someone was like, uh, "What if you don't want to see it?" <laughs> and she's like, "If you don't want to do the exercise, you don't have to do the exercise." She was not reading the room, and she, she Marcy. What ended up happening is basically this woman did a one hour presentation <gasps> and never picked up that this was a hundred percent lesbians. She. Except for me and my friend. Please tell me she gave a blowjob tutorial. She talked about blowjobs. <laughs> she also like became weirdly offensive and like made jokes about like this one because it was like all kinds of toys and weird shit and like that stuff that I'd never seen that was like a weird like squishy sack that you put around the dick that like mimics <laughs> like oh, a handjob. I love job, a slug And dick. you fill it with lube and it was like, oh, actually, um, no, I yeah, I, it made sense. It, uh, but it was <laughs> a like a sack with full of lube. Yeah. Anybody would like that. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what men love. That's that's what women are. Yeah. Women are sex filled with lube. <laughs> but she literally would do stuff like, um, this one is good uh, if you want to get taken shopping or you want that promotion. Right, no. ladies? Yes. And the room, the, 40s. the room turned. Oh, Marcy. It was one of the most brutal hours. It was delightful because my friend and I were losing our minds. <sighs> but like also, I w- so she made a million jokes about like pleasing him. And like everyone was literally make- making jokes back, like trying to be like, uh no not for me <laughs> but no one outright was just like we don't like dicks we're gay and i was like shocked too i thought it was so <laughs> wild that the hostess didn't like didn't, pull like, her aside anybody, like, and just up? say and so she basically finished this presentation with a room that had like actively turned on her Woof. but having said that it was clearly a lot of women who had a lot of money and they had come out and they drank their wine and uh they went and they bought a bunch of shit there was vibrators were flying out the door at the end so uh, it all worked out, but 
uh, I did not buy anything. Um, and it was, it was like very nerve wracking. That sounds so fun. I would love to do. We that should do somebody. something yeah. like that just for fun for us. It was like, it was a very intimidating group and it was huge. And, uh, socially it was overwhelming. And then that was going on, but it made me like, we should organize something that like would that. That would be really fun. Cause it's just like wine and like a cool, and if it was a smaller group, I think you wouldn't run into those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah. My friend went to one of those, like, it was like a sex seminar recently. Uh, and, <laughs> weirdly mary j blige was there like as a guest because it was like it was some weird like um like like her acting coach and it was like uh, hollywood people they were like yeah yeah. they were like um yeah it was yeah people who were like kind of are a big deal and and, yeah so and they were all mary j's there and they were all like being very serious about like and and literally like sucking dildos wow uh, with like this like woman who like teaches at UCLA. Wow. Like, I want to go do that. A very strict thing. Um, well, that was, I, I didn't think anything interesting had happened this week, you but forgot. that was, I forgot that I did go to like a, an insane, uh, sex toy party. So, and um, you got, replaced that, uh, old sex toy that lasted for many years. I didn't. I didn't. That, I, 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 you know what I didn't like? All of the products were like aesthetically not that. They were all mm. like pink and black. They all looked like to me like, like Paris Hilton's sex toys, like you know what I mean. Like they all just looked like and they, they had were like studded in they, sequins. They literally had rhinestones mm-hmm. on them, and they were like four magenta. dogs. Four they, dogs were circling them. Yeah, <laughs> with like gooby goobery eyes hanging Gross. off either side. I hate Paris Hilton's dogs. Uh, Anyways, wow. So I was not aesthetically. They were very powerful, and like I also learned if you're ever testing out sex toys, one of the women who we bonded, we made a lot of cool friends. Um. One of the women told us that the way that you test a vibrator is that you hold it to your nose, to the tip of your nose. It's the closest nerve-wise to your wow. clit. And so that's like the sensitivity. Is yeah, how you I check do it. get wet when I touch my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Marcy just orgasm touching yeah. her nose. Ooh. When you sneeze, you're always like, oh. Yeah. Um, but that was a little takeaway. So that's me. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. We had exciting. We week. did have we did. some yeah. stuff happen. Look at us. Um, let's see. Corrections. Yeah. Apologies. Oh yeah. Marcy's correction. It's corner. not really a big one. It's just like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I like listened to last week's episode and I really scream at everyone about dash being out of money. I like went fucking hog wild about, and I was like, no, wait, listen to me. I was very upset. Um, so I just needed to apologize. I'm sure Dash is doing great. Um, but yeah, I screamed about it. So Sorry. I, I had not, um, I went back and I listened to our first episode and it is mortifying the amount of mistakes, uh, that we That's caught. why I had a 45 I know. minute correction. I corner. know. And the one that is truly so brutal is the Tyga. Is the Tyga. And hearing me be like, yeah, black and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 and like so truly like it is uh it was but we were close because we were close. days before you had actually said the right one which was rack city <sighs> i know we'd actually had a conversation and we weren't incorrect anyway it just was a, it was neat so, to hear how fully confident we all clearly well, feel you know, together if everyone else went back and listened to conversations they had a week ago i bet they'd be pretty fucking embarrassed I too think you're right i think you're right um which leads us to uh that's all the kardashians have been doing lately and yes. can we talk about so big news this week we recorded our episode last week early we didn't do it on thursday like we normally do mm-hmm. so thursday of last week kendall jenner was robbed, robbed and not robbed kardashian nope sorry <laughs> no she was it was very scary actually when i woke up it was like on the morning news and i told you this what really bummed me out 
was that it was her home here in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, there was like helicopters yeah. like at eight in the morning above her house. And I was like, Oh, that's very scary. Yeah. Like it really bummed me out for her. Like, Oh cool. She got robbed. And the now- week at like the, just a few days after the show, airs about about her sister's robbery so for people who don't know it was basically uh it was a party it seemed like yeah she had a party at her house um would like not many people wasn't a big party she left the house between 11 and midnight comes home alone Uh um so i guess like they were probably like hanging out maybe they went out and got food i don't know or maybe whatever models do she walks a runway show we don't know they don't know they're not eating in and out no no uh, even though she did post a picture today well, with a burger and a retro car, but we well, get it, whatever. But when I see it, uh, I mean, she's showing it, but swallow mm-hmm. is what we're saying. That's what I mean. I want Just a video. Wall. I want to see your stuff and get your shit it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I won't believe it till I see Kendall shit out it in and out burger <laughs> with like just in that perfect little bun. Um, <laughs> so she returns home around midnight and mm-hmm. then is, I guess, getting ready for bed at one a.m. Notices that her jewelry box is open and that items are missing from inside. She immediately jumps to someone is in my house. Yeah, that's so scary. So she calls 911. Because this family has been, they've like, been rocked so much. by this kind of stuff. So she, and she had a stalker, which we're about right. to, like, we're, I think we're this, we'll get to the episodes, yeah. but next, I think this coming Sunday, yeah. and now that we have the aftermath, I think that actually it's pretty devoted to Kendall's stalker. Yeah. So I'm sure her brain is like, fried yeah, from that it's, feeling it's, you know they're it's scary so the cops come no one's in our house and they kind of surmise that um it was one of her friends stole Ugh, from which her which is like almost worse but she doesn't i think like what i was hearing like days later was that, like she did not but she still was like no someone else came in while i was gone oh she still thinks but it was definitely one of her little friends I who's mean... seen her get dressed and was like yeah cute that looks great and then like when how, she wasn't paying attention how do you like if you are this these people if you're kendall it's like how do you ever meet new people no or new like friends no new friends that's oh yeah that's it's like no how would friends. you ever like the vetting system it, you could just never trust people never yeah, it's like just crazy um that would make you sad. crazy it made me sad it bummed me out and i was really bummed that like the morning news was like it was like ktla like get the fuck out of there what the fuck are you over her yeah. house for that's like a 21 year old girl inside that house like yes she's really rich and famous but like get the fuck out of her backyard yeah when scary. like a crime was committed against her yeah um but yes that was a huge piece of news yeah i don't know if there's any other um no big like dashy headlines i think general stuff comes after the episode yeah every everyone was laying low and i think it's because it was a really intense episode how many times did you cry (sighs) i cried i cried the whole way through i would say um because i got goosebumps just bringing it up um i was so anxious yeah. about it like it gave me the, it gave me so much anxiety like just anticipating it and and the way they did such a like real time like countdown like the style of the show was n- totally new well it opens with no music no music well it opens with like that what was it or no like, opening sequence right? yeah there's it's like just new york city there's mm-hmm. some oh, there is some grainy footage like we have well, kanye's so there's this whole thing which i think we've talked about before which is that kanye has this like i think it's this one young guy or maybe two guys that are like i think art kids mm-hmm. who he has as his like personal documentarians 
And they film in that like grainy nineties like VHS footage or whatever. So whenever it cuts to that, that's from Kanye's like personal documentarians. Yeah, they were the one guy. Yeah, but yeah, they like cobbled together basically like a full. It's like it's this crazy hybrid episode that's like it has elements of Kardashian, but that it is like almost a straightforward documentary. Yeah, the way that it narratively plays out. There's no like A and B stories really. The first thing you see is. uh, paparazzi screaming at at Chris Kardashian. Is Kim okay? Is Kim okay? And then Kim and Kanye exit a car, and 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 they're screaming, "Kim, are you okay?" And she's like immediately in the elevator having a conversation oh. about like, "I don't want the kids to know." And in that moment, like, and it, it kind of like because they replay this later on in the episode. It like hit me so much. Like I was like, this woman is so strong. Like she's, she's so just been, like, strong. The held, whole episode yeah. is about how strong she is. I'm already have tears in my eyes. So because it's it's incredible. It's also, in- he did a weird thing. Like I, I, you know, it doesn't. It makes perfect sense. But like I was robbed at gunpoint in November. Oh, uh, and it like really did bring up a lot of that I was kind of wondering. stuff for me. Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, because uh, I think for me, and we'll get to like the whole robbery and stuff later. But like for me, like. As soon as it happened, I kept being like, I'm okay. I'm yes, okay. you did. You I'm were okay. like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then like just to watch her and her family like react to it. I was like, yeah, it was a big deal. Oh, Marcy. It was like scary. Like to, uh, I'm going to cry. You should. That's Hey, we knew it. We uh, talked about it. We were like, we're going to cry this week. But like, I think it's like why um, I feel so like uh, bad for her. It's like, it like was like kind of interesting to like, just watch like someone else like go through it and be like, we're, no one is safe when they're like guns around. Like, no. And it's like, it's like when in, in a world where like, where men have such control over what, over who can live and die. Like, like, you know, we're just all kind of like pawns and like, you know, we're just all like waiting for someone to either kill us or let us live. Like, and in that moment, like, of, like, we'll get to that, but like, it was like truly, I was like, God, I like, it like really did bring up a lot of stuff about like the moment that someone put a gun to my head. And I was just like, yeah, it's really scary. And I try to like downplay it so much, but like in that moment where, well, she, yeah, when she is retelling it, she was like thinking about her family. I, I was just like, can I get out of this? But like her, even these, those moments where she's like, and we get to that it's later, but, but I was like, yeah, I exactly know what you're talking about. So, well, I think that that's so, I was so curious exactly for you, you specifically, cause it's most people have not experienced that. Most people haven't thankfully, but like what a strange thing to, to watch that. And it's this, like, it's the most famous woman in the world. Yeah. Um, but it's this base human experience yeah. of vulnerability and, uh, extreme violation, yeah. you know, and that like that idea that like I think there's this kind of like horrifying equalizing about it. That's about like you can be. That's all I kept thinking about is like that you can have ascended, you know, that you are literally the most famous woman alive, and that you are still vulnerable, and that we are just all the idea of like vulnerability is and and you realize why like so many famous people basically like go build compounds yeah. and like live behind like 40 foot walls and like don't do not interact with the world because like that amount of I think it really exposed for me the con- the concept of like fame as vulnerability also like i i think like after she was robbed in like in, in real time life people were like well that's what you get for showing it <sighs> off but like I was robbed at gunpoint. I was a victim of opportunity. 
Um, and I have nothing like, uh, like I'm sure she has socks that are worth more than everything I had on me that <laughs> night. And I, and I mean that, like, I bet she does. Like she, she's and, very rich and, woman. and to like blame her for living the life she lived. And like, it's just so unfair to in any way blame a victim of a crime at all. Well, that's the thing. It speaks to like, like I think the robbery ended up becoming like this. Kim's robbery became this like litmus test for like how you feel ultimately. I, I think about women, you know, yeah. but that it, it's, it's about like how easily and happily people jumps on the like, she deserved it. Yeah. She, she fucked up. She was showing this like, it was so exactly the same line of logic as like she was asking for it. Yeah. Look what she was wearing. It's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. A bunch of fucking criminals broke into her house and like terrified her. And like, how did like the, the idea that there's just like that there can be that many people in the world that can like, you don't have to like Kim Kardashian, but you have to agree that nobody that is a, that unless nobody deserves yeah. to be scared and robbed and violated and like have their have have one of the most terrifying experiences a human could could ever yeah. go through. What yeah. a cr- strange, callous world to to walk away from that and say like and to find her at fault. It's yeah. bizarre. Um, so the going back to the episode, yeah, though, the, a lot it, to unpack immediately. Like they're doing things in this episode they've never done before. You see the bodyguard's name, mm-hmm. uh, Pascal, Pascal Duvier. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're talking to the camera operator in mm-hmm. an elevator. Like they actually say Stephanie's really good at this. Like they, mm-hmm. they're talk, they're showing you behind the scenes in yeah. a way that they've never done before. Yeah, to be like. Yeah, this is a reality show. They have relationships with all these people. They're yeah. very close with this crew. Yeah. You know, um, their stylist, Jen, who was the one who was in there that like, found, yeah. yeah. Jen uh, and then Simone, right, is the yeah. stylist. Like the t- J- Jen's her hair, hair girl. And I think Simone is the stylist. And that was, it was like they called Jen's number from Simone's. Like she, it sounded like Kim got Simone's phone. Yeah somehow and like which i didn't understand why she wouldn't have had it but that she called like from her phone because yeah. ba- so basically we get we should go through the timeline yeah. right so it basically takes us we kind of lands in paris yeah the week before the robbery they're very excited because it's courtney's first time at fashion week she's kendall's, never seen kendall walk kendall's walking in in a paris fashion week show uh, there's some lighthearted stuff at the beginning. They're having fun. I think they're, they're really, I think that they were really juxt- setting up a major juxtaposition of yeah, like, of like, this is they're having fun. a lot of fun. There's this like funny, very Kim and Kanye thing where like Kanye wasn't supposed to be there. He came because he saw a picture of her and some outfit she wore and he didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> he came out to pick up her outfits cause he's, that's him it's and that's them. So funny because like he's on tour, he's exhausted. He shows up for like a day. Also, all the designers are so happy to see him. You see oh. Kanye being like the most charming version of himself. He's like also the moment where he he's like helping dress Courtney, having so much fun. He was he so was like no, though. put this on. Or he was like saying how to dress Courtney, and I was like, what a lovely like what a lovely dynamic in a family that like. Like one, none of them like Scott. And I know that's sort of out of the picture. But to have your sister's husband being like, "You look great in this. Let me show you how. Let me show you what I want you He's to wear." So confident, and he breeds such also, confidence. Like him believing, like that's sort of like him believing in them. Yeah. Well, like, and I love that part. Like Kim was saying, like 
he'll ask for things from these like huge fashion designers that Kim and the rest of them would never ask for. And he'll be like, it's that whole thing about that coat, you know, and being like, or that kind of duster with the stars on it. And he's like, how, and she's talking about basically how Kanye will just say like, she has to have it. Yeah. She's walking out with it. And they're so happy. It's so funny. Like when Kanye first enters, it makes me laugh so hard because, uh, whatever designer it is, is like, Oh my God, you're here. And he goes, I'm not here. I'm I'm a a ghost. ghost. And I was like, you are not funny, but the way in which you are weird is tickling to me. I loved it. It was, so they're having a lot of fun. They're getting yeah. ready. It's very like, you know, celebratory mm-hmm. there. They, they, and it's known fact that especially Kim and Kanye love Paris. Yeah. She had her bachelorette there. Yeah. She, um, yeah. they love, love, love. They've done a lot of, sh- of the show there. They go there a lot. The family is like really paris obsessed um and they are it's all building up basically to kendall show yeah which is Givenchy, which i love to say yeah and i I, it's hard to say they all looked amazing they looked incredible they go they watch kendall kendall's so excited that they're there she's really (laughs) happy um and then they head back to the kind of like it, it it seems like a, an apartment. They're in like really. a yeah, like a little mansion. Yeah, like, like a, it's it's probably like a townhouse where they have the whole run of the whole thing. And they're filming the show, obviously. And so, and then what seems like what happens is that um, Courtney is doing kind of a, ch- a quick change and then going back out. And she's doing a second look. A and second then look. She's going back pony. out with Kendall because Kendall's excited and partying yeah. with all her friends, so she's gonna go meet her. Yeah. And so Jen Atkin, the hairstylist, like basically the whole group is going. Jen, Simone. Uh, they're all going to go party with Kendall somewhere. And so uh, they leave and Kim is and th- they only have, which is really shocking, actually, but the one bodyguard. And Kim, Kim is not alone, though. There's someone else at the apartment with her. Is there? Yeah, because that's who calls Courtney. Oh, so that's what I wasn't understanding. Yeah. So yeah. Simone, I think that I think Simone called Jen on Simone's phone. Oh, I thought she was or by she, herself. No, she texted She texted her and she was like, because they had just been talking earlier that day, not on camera, but they recap it for us later, that they You're were right. literally talking about like, what would you do yep. if you were held hostage? And Kim said, I would say, take everything. I'm a mother. Please let me live. Oh, that's terrible. And so... Uh, Simone, I think, and I could be having this wrong. No, I think you're right. Simone texts uh, Jen and she's like, um, oh my God, I just heard Kim say, take everything. I think something's happening. Ah, uh, that's right. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah, the, but there's no bodyguard. No, that's, so no Pascal bodyguard. goes with Courtney, Courtney and Kendall. And Kendall. So there's no security basically at the hotel or mm-hmm. at the apartment. There's a concierge downstairs, um, but no one else. And then five men come in. Um, and this was uh, the, the, it, it was hard to piece together like exactly the narrative of it, but it doesn't really matter. It, but basically like, uh, well, we don't really hear in the, in the, the way the episode is laid out. We don't actually hear like the play by play of what happened in the room until we're back in LA yeah. and Kim is telling it firsthand. Yeah, right. So as soon as like, uh, so as soon as we know that Kim is robbed, there's like the nine one one or the two one one call. If you're in Europe and there's an emergency, call two one one. That's actually so helpful. Really helpful because that was, it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hopefully your cell phones will work in an emergency call, but uh, you know, so or if you're traveling, like you should. Yeah, you should definitely. Uh. Oh, it's so funny because Kanye has such a taken moment. Uh. So. <gasps> oh God, he really does. Okay. So. So, okay, Kim is immediately, like, whisked back. And I always thought that Kanye flew to her, but he just walked he off stage. He flew to New York. No, he was in New York, I thought. 
Oh yeah, because the show was in New York. Yeah. God, all my facts are wrong. Sorry. Um, I guess he didn't fly to her. Yeah. I always thought because he like I walked off so stage. Too. It maybe they just it made more sense for them to leave because they left before. Can the, you, um, I feel if like this happened this... at two a.m. and they were on a plane before the sun yeah, rose, Chris, they got they got out of there fast. Like Chris fucking handled it chris yeah tells the camera that they were out of before, there before the sun came yeah up. and it, so that means they had like three hours to like be like just get on a plane leave everything behind we'll take care of it in new york oh, i have full goosebumps so but kanye's on stage and you you they're, they're all uh how can i be so heartless mm-hmm. they're all like that music is queuing up and then they go sorry guys family emergency i have to go and like just you know that man loves her more than he's ever loved oh. anything um you can tell the way he is about her. He loves her more than he loves himself. I was thinking that like maybe the scariest <laughs> job of everybody other than like not Kim went through the worst, but the scariest the thing in the world <laughs> is the guy who had to tell Kim, was, like, Kanye, Kanye who like had to like pull to say it to Kanye's face. Like, I feel like that I, must have been one of the scariest things. I thought about this so much, too. And it makes me think so he's in the middle of a song he's in the middle of a concert it makes me believe that kanye has told everyone in his that works for him if anything happens to my family you tell me immediately yeah because no one would stop a show i know i was surprised especially if she's survived she's okay yeah she's the cops are there yeah that means that because i don't i don't believe i I think in a normal situation someone would be like as soon as he's done with this set maybe we won't do the encore we'll say yeah but i think that uh they all know very clearly if anything happens at all with my probably because of his mom like oh that is like you know his mom's death uh that like if anything happens you have to tell me immediately because that's the only way i can imagine someone interrupting a concert that's probably worth millions and millions of dollars oh my god that's a huge i mean that is he was in new york that's a huge concert so like it wasn't just like oh it's like a little club appearance it was like no that is is like beyonce going on stage like that's a huge that's like that's there are that is the uh, one of the highest tiers of like performer and ticket and event i mean he did whatever like a week at the forum here in la like i mean those are massive massive events to just stop crazy and then they so they so kim is in new york they fly they fly from paris to new york and then i remember when the first photos surfaced which we then see because like we the news broke and then it was like the first photo that surfaced was that next day of her walking into the apartment that they have in new york and like just all you see is her from the car with kanye and so we basically then in the episode get to see we see the behind the scenes of that yeah from kanye's film crew's perspective um and so they're in the elevator and she's talking about the kids and she doesn't want them to know and he's like yeah okay like just the way they're handling it you like they are not handling it like people who are that you know they're really distressed they're parents though but like, they're, they're such being parents. parents like that's what floored me is that they like it's so crazy to think of like kim and kanye like reasoning through something the way like my parents probably would have you know the idea of like okay something very scary has happened like we can't scare the kids while you're watching chris literally like ball her eyes i know they get in the apartment and it's like one ugh, and like kim just like hugs north and like and just my girl and like is immediately like she's like on like can you imagine as a mother like can you imagine like how much she like how scary that all of it was and then the moment you like see your children again and to like not because it's not like she never cries like to not cry in that moment when you see your kids and then we kind of something interesting and it's very sweet to see Corey gamble there oh made me love Corey gamble so much 
Um, but it, we kind of like from there where there's a little montage and it's the footage that Kanye released over Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's that day. I had no idea. So Kanye released a video like for, for Kim over Christmas and it's like all these like home movies. And I had no idea it was the day moments that she got home from that robbery. And it's just so like, Oh God, like, and uh, then it's that, that is it that conversation where they're kind of around the the New York apartment it seems like and they're talking and that's where he says he has his taken moment right oh my god it's so funny I have it do you have the quote okay because I was hoping you would so Kanye was like um they knew if they anything happened they knew if they killed you was it yeah I wouldn't stop until they was dead They knew if anything happened to you, I wouldn't stop until they was dead. I wouldn't stop until they was dead. And I believe him oh. so much that he would become Liam Neeson he and would hunt them down. Liam Neeson, and he would literally implode his entire career and just, like, just focus on murdering those people. Yeah. I bet you it's like still all he thinks about. Is I bet probably he really still- does. And then she, so she goes through it a little bit with them because Corey's like, wait, I don't understand. So that's when we yeah. learned that, like. Uh, cause Kanye was like, I thought it was like some young kids or something. Uh, it's weird. Cause like they talk about it in a way that's like, not like they, they, they you know, that it's clear that they're upset about the situation. But I, when I think about like how people retell stories about yeah. when violence happens to them, there's a way in which they speak about it. That's like, it's not like they're not talking shit about these people. No, I, think I thought it was young kids. I think it's almost like they're kind of like, I thought that whole piece was kind of like almost fascinated. Like, how did it happen? And, and she like, was like, they were adult men. And he was like, they were professionals. They never say like, they were fucking, no, th- they never any of that. Like, no, in a way that I was like, wow. Cause I mean, I know when I was robbed, I, I was like, you know, tiptoeing around. Like, I didn't want to like say that they like what they were. And like, but I was like, they were teens. They were like young girls. And then like, yeah. you had like, but I was like, I don't want to say, I don't, and I didn't want to say, and I guess you'd be even more aware of it if the cameras are on you. But like, it is in those moments. That's when you see like, kind of like the worst of come out of people, but they yeah. were being so calm and collected. And I guess like, like I said, like, um, probably because the cameras are on, but I just thought it was really interesting. No, I think that's a really interesting point. Yeah. That um, they didn't, they really did not like devolve into like, it was not accusatory. It was really just like recounting facts. It's so funny too, because like I, I, I was like watching this episode and like, cause of the way the family surrounds her and stuff like, it's like I was robbed and then immediately started thinking about how, how am I going to, cause I have, I just don't have much. So I was like, how am I going to like, that's immediately I went to be like, I had to get car keys. How do I get this? I don't have any money. And like Thanksgiving is in two days. And like, <sighs> I was sort of like panicking about that. And like being like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. But how am I going to get all my stuff back? And this woman who like seems so um, materialistic, immediately her family just starts. I mean, I guess because she has nothing matters. Like she can, everything is replaceable. But like immediately they just start addressing her emotional issues. Yes. I was so happy about that. That they They were were like, you're going to have PTSD. Well, because you could feel, and I'm sure this is what you were connecting to. Like I felt like until we really see her with her sisters later, she was like, I mean, she was also like, I'm sure so sleep deprived and in shock, but she was like an island, like her, even her body language. She was just like, whole, like she was just so like it pulled inward. Yeah. So tight and just sort of like dazed, like dazed and non emotive. And just like, she was so unemotional and like uh, that I'm sure was also connected to the cameras and all of it. And maybe she was like losing her mind off camera, but like what we saw at least was like, just a very like stoic 
kind of like matter of fact response to it. She was not hysterical in any way, yeah. you know, even when like, yes, yeah, so you see Chris especially kind of pushing her on like, this is going to be, I think she even says like PTSD. You yeah. Know? I feel like that's something similar happened to me where it took me just like a while to process it before I got like, like, I, I just wanted everyone to know I was fine but I was like a little, I was so tense. Uh, did, yeah, I was going to say, did you feel like a certain number of days passed and then you were like, oh my God. You know, what, this is what I was talking about earlier. We were talking about like the election and stuff. And like I, after the election, like like a lot of people who didn't want it to turn out the way that it did, I, I was feeling so much anxiety after the election. I was especially feeling like uh, it's kind of waned a little bit, but there was that white woman guilt that mm-hmm. happened because it was like white women overwhelmingly showed up for Ugh. Trump and it was oh. and it felt like in a way that I'd never felt before being lumped in on the wrong side and being like how am I now a bad guy and I don't have any of the benefits of the oppressor like yeah. how am I an oppressor if I don't yeah I'm still an oppressed person which you know like that's a whole nother thing to talk about but like I was having such anxiety about that, especially like with the friends that were like from different backgrounds and like, and I felt like I was, you know, always kind of like on guard about being attacked because of that. And in a way that I never felt before in my life. And then someone put a gun to my head and, um, uh, uh, and I chilled the fuck out. (laughs) Like I was really like that night was really rough. And like, I took, I took a Xanax and still couldn't, like I, I took like a high dose of Xanax and couldn't you uh, still couldn't go to sleep. Like I was like I'm a sure. ball of nerves. But after that, I was like, I'm not, I like for like a, f- like a while, like I was like, I feel so much more relaxed. I think it's because my adrenaline level yeah. had tapped me out. And that and you I, probably had a real moment of just like perspective, you know, I mean the perspective I think comes in even later, but like when Kim talks about that, that like my life has changed. Like the reason why she wanted to show it's because like, I was like, I get that. Like, I feel yeah. like not like I'm a totally, like I woke up reborn, but I was like, I feel like a little differently about life now. Like, cause I was I worried about a lot of stuff that I was like, isn't dire. Uh, what and, a, what a beautiful way to, turn something that's awful into something that like is actually to, to not let that define you or to not let the experience be the defining part as much as the way that you've processed it and, and used it to, to look at yourself and look at your life and look at like the, the choice, the changes you might want to make. Yeah. I mean, I still hate being a white woman, but I can't change (laughs) it. We're the worst. I know we're bad and we're, we only think worse are white men, but white women are, but like we're bad and we still get like assaulted. Uh, we still don't get paid. Well, we can still be killed very easily by any member of our family. Uh, so it sort of sucks. Like statistically, we're not doing great, but we're also like doing bad. Uh, so I don't know. It's a complicated time in our history to be like yeah. a liberal person who can never do, won't, you'll yeah. never be able to do enough. Uh, and not saying that in like a what was me, but like there's so much more to be done. Yeah. Anyway, so I was sort of like feeling that. Um, that's, so, that's very interesting. And so... So we get sort of, we don't hear a lot from Kim. We get a couple snippets. We see her in New York. We see her on the plane home. And then they're back in LA. Yeah. Can I get a little snarky for a bit? Of course. Kendall is using so many I statements. I agree. She's like, I was so scared. I was so, this is like. I was like bodying people in the club. Uh, she's like, oh my God, I just couldn't even believe it. And, and Courtney too, to a little <laughs> you bit. You know, but- it drove me crazy. And they <laughs> used it so many times. This is so nitpicky. 
They kept using the clip of Courtney saying she was screaming on the top of her lungs. <laughs> on the, on the, the top, top of her lungs. lungs. She not... called and she was screaming Wait. on the top. And I was like, B- bitch, it's at. <laughs> Watch your levels, girl. You're blowing that mic out. Sorry. Uh, I'm, it really just grammatically Wait, drove it's me so nuts. funny, though, because earlier in the episode, like before the robbery, she says something. She was like, my uh, nerves are on fleek. And they're like, you don't. One, nobody says that anymore. And that's not how we used it oh, ever. Courtney, and it was so bless funny. Your she's heart. like, what? Well, <laughs> she's just like, I think court. I think the none of them of went court- to college. I think the inside of Courtney's head is one little fly buzzing around. <laughs> uh, I, no, think I love her. I love her. But no, um, we, yes. but maybe she might, you still waters don't always run deep, I guess. <laughs> I mean, look, she was clearly doing her best, but yeah, they, I agree. I thought the, especially Kendall's were, I thought like it, none of them felt, uh, none of the responses felt like appropriately. Uh, yeah. Like, I think I thought other thing like Kate, Kanye, Chris. Chris and Corey. Yeah. I thought that the sisters and everyone else seemed like, and that could also just be a result of like, you know, they were shooting things many months later. Or who yeah. knows what? Cause they did like, they stopped down, um, production. We know that for yeah. a little while, but, um, but yeah, they, they, the sisters are kind of like not really given a lot other than just listening. But then, uh, then we have the big, um, Sit down. So, my God, what an emotional part. <sighs> I uh, was like, okay, here we go. The moment that you see Kim with no makeup, acne on her chin, and dirty hair, that really got me. I mean... that re- Everyone else is in full hair and makeup, and she is just like, come on. It had to be close to the time, because she's like... I think they did the like the on that um, New York mag like timeline like they did the filming dates and I, uh, the, I think they like like similar to how your friend does mm-hmm. um, keeping up with the continuity. And yeah. I do think that they shot that right after. Yeah, because you can tell she's feeling it. Uh, there's so Rob FaceTimes, which <laughs> is like a, as second. much as he can do. They're like, oh, shit, we got to get Rob in here. Uh, 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 nothing from Kylie. No Kylie from, at all. And can I just say. That I, I did some research okay. just because, you know, I remember being mad at Kylie about this. Oh, I forgot about this. God, we were I, really mad about I, it. Okay. So on, um, when is this put? Oh, I don't know. But the day after, the day after Kim is robbed, Kylie posts this fucking picture of her <laughs> in a, in a red one piece thong with her in Turks and Caicos. Huge ass hanging hanging out and it's like it's but, basically a belfie right that's what they call it a butt selfie <laughs> and it's like her looking over her shoulders standing at like a beautiful like crystal blue uh beach somewhere yeah turks and caicos her or whatever. sister was r- robbed at gunpoint just i don't know like 30 we were, hours earlier we were livid i remember I our text so chain we also, lost our minds she's not on any of this episode and i'm like is it because she was on vacation maybe because she's on vacation but, but yeah can't they just have a phone call, call or like her, acknowledge or at least it? be like kylie since her i don't know i was just like what is going on i think it's so weird i thought it was very weird i think uh, i i i would die to know the the behind the scenes reasons yeah but and yeah. i also love to know like why is it why aren't we hearing from caitlin like did caitlin reach out like it is a weird smattering and yeah, it's, it, it's uh, and maybe they just didn't show, but I think maybe they were like, it, I mean, they definitely were kind of just like leaning on the core four, yeah. you know, like getting Rob in there a little bit, but then the, the sisters, right? And yeah. so maybe that they just felt like having, I don't know, maybe it was what Kim wanted, but yeah, we get this couch 
uh, they're all kind of on these couches and like Kim, that's when you get the like play by play really of what happened. Here's what I will say. And I will probably start crying. It was a lot of it had already been teased, you know, like we'd seen kind of a lot of it and we knew it just, we knew what had happened, but there is just something like profound. Like when I was like crying, but when like she says the, that she thought she was going to be raped, like hearing her say raped, I lost it. And then she's like, I prepared myself. It just like tapped into the deepest, like you just like to what you're saying, like just that, like you can be Kim Kardashian. You can be the most beautiful. I think Kim Kardashian is the most beautiful woman in the world. Literally alive. She's definitely on one of the most powerful women and like in the world. powerful and like rich and just like uh, the one of the most like uh, iconic living people, whether you like her or not. And the idea that like, you can have all of that and at the end of the day you're still a woman who can like be raped and like it just like this is so heavy but it just really like it like gutted me in the sense of just like it's so shitty being a woman yeah <laughs> it is it's, so hard and it is so unfair and, and it, it like is, and also on top of that like not only was she like could i be killed could i easily be killed could i easily be raped um and then everyone still is just gonna, gonna attack her for like for for asking for it for like a deserving it for for being a slut for like all that stuff and that she's like, like having to like she and she clearly was very traumatized on we every are level. sobbing we are right sobbing. now we are like holding it together vocally but we have tears uh, streaming down our faces but like she, she, it sounds like she was like essentially nude except for like or like a silk robe yeah like a thin something or other. and i wouldn't answer a door in a silk robe no and also like if the fire alarm went off i would be like i gotta go put on some sweats and even just that they got to like see her body you know yeah. like just see her and like she brought it up a couple of times you know just like how she was naked essentially and like it just was like so violating to to really process like how just like obscenely violating and it made me like just so deeply sad and it made yeah. me really sad for Kanye and it made me really sad for like that woman and that she had to like try to use the fact that she had babies and talking about her babies and like just appealing to like the base nature of like what how, how do i live how do i live and that also like that makes me mad in its own way that you have to like try and tell someone that you have children in the or world that you have to worth. be like you have that value have worth, yeah and that it's not just like hi i'm a human being that doesn't deserve to be raped and murdered <laughs> i think it like just speaks so much to like i mean anyone in the world can be robbed but like all the feelings that she's feeling, like it, it, it is speaks like a misogyny that yeah. like women aren't. I mean, granted, I was robbed by teenage girls, <laughs> so I should say that. So women are out there robbing people. <laughs> they are. They're doing it. Sisters yeah, doing, uh, it. doing it. Doing it. Uh, so good for those girls. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I got robbed by women. Yeah, equality. Um, but they're like ultimately in life, like women are not the ones i mean they can but like we are so at the whim of whether or not men are going to kill us whether it be terrorists whether it be abusive uh husbands and fathers whether it be a stranger who follows you home on the street or a group of men who are are paid uh you know heist men or whatever like it just like and it also like it just really outlined for me this idea of like she 
is just like us. And also then there is this layer though, that like she is like this because of her fame and her money. She's just like this prize, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like thinking just like there she is in that apartment sitting there just like a woman clicking around on a computer trying to like she's very live a famous but also normal life have kids connect with her husband and that she's sitting there and she's like this like diamond in a case you know she's like this trophy that they're like circling and throwing around like duct taping her and throwing her around like she's just this like possession and that like there is just something like so deeply troubling about like seeing a living breathing woman like that and it's like uh, it is about the commodity of fame it's about the access we all feel to those people uh and it was just i think like and why i'm so glad that she did the episode and did it her way and got to speak firsthand and tell the story the way she wanted to is like i thought it would be very hard to watch that episode and not recognize that that's like a living, breathing woman, uh, which also, is like, and something that every woman I know is afraid of every day, every day, like that you get called crazy when you're home alone and you double check the doors and that you feel crazy when you hear a sound and you're alone in your bed. And it's like to just kind of have that, like it to me was this like validating moment. That's like, no we're so vulnerable and no there's no way to articulate to anyone ever uh who doesn't to men or to who doesn't who don't have those feelings that like just like how raw and unfair um vulnerability is i remember like before the election my dad and i talking about like or i forget what it was but he was talking about terrorists and i was like do you know how little i worry about terrorists (laughs) i worry about every man who walks behind me Mm -hmm. on the street every man Mm mm-hmm I worry about literally just like walking. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not concerned. Like, like when Trump proposed the budget this week, I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> You're going to defund Planned Parenthood and have women who are victims of incest and rape not have a place to go if they don't want to tell they don't want to tell this story to someone because no one believes you and they think you're crazy anyway uh so you're gonna do that and then like b- give what 54 billion dollars to like the military i don't know like wait, it's just like, crazy it's like how many people are really dying from that and like how many people are dying every day that we could easily give some kind of help to and that we don't because women are crazy and what do they matter anyway it, it just, just brought up a lot it really oh well, i think it did uh i thought it was a really well done episode yeah and i thought that what they did they was, better win an emmy and i thought they to use that platform if you zoom out and you look at like this show and it what it has done in terms of like i mean obviously first and foremost making them all very 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 famous and like pop culture icons but also the conversations that it has allowed whether it's the stuff we talked about before with like Bruce transitioning to Caitlin, what it's, you know, addiction, um, the idea of like separated families, the yeah. idea of death and and loss and grieving over dead parents. Like, and this was just one of these ones where like, I knew I was going to be like sad for a scary thing that like really like was really sad. I thought it was really sad that that happened to her. And, and I thought, granted, we know that people actually do die from this and that, that is even sadder, but like, but I thought they just really like actually created by they gave it gravitas that I thought was earned. Yeah. And I thought and obviously like I'm the target demo, but it's like I thought they earned it. And I thought they really showed what that that's a that's a family. That's a yeah. real family. And that that's a real woman with a husband and two kids. And like she is living an absolutely 
extraordinary life unlike all of our lives but it will never be perfect but it's but also like this what it made me think a lot about like how punitive um that layer is and and also just like she even talks about how like it's like Piers Morgan who's like a crusty piece of shit like or was it Piers Morgan? Howard Stern Howard said Stern, if I mean, she faked it, she should go to jail. Right. Like, uh, we've talked about this before. There's no way that she would commit no. international bank fraud against the people who insured those. There's no way. It's literally not a She thing. would go to jail forever. It's not a She thing. would lose everything. No way. And she doesn't need more publicity. No, she's the most famous in the her no, greatest Oprah problem. Oprah wishes she could get the coverage that Kim Kardashian gets. Like, no, like... There's no way in the world that you convince me that it, it no, it's a literal, it's 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 misogyny again. Yeah. It's about saying, it's about saying she made it up. It's the same as like a rape allegation and saying like she wants the attention. Yeah. Oh God, people love that. Attention. It's the same idea of like, well, even though it's a nightmare, even though it's it's an awful tragedy, even though it weakens her. She loves the attention. She it's like said this, that. She literally said that she was like, like I would want people to think of me as a target. It's. And that's so true. Insane. I didn't even think of it like that. I was like, she's so much smarter than everyone. She's credit so. For. So we. Oh, but also. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say they, earlier in the episode they had that guy who tried to like kiss her butt. Oh yeah. In Paris before, and she was like yeah. laughing it off. But it's like this guy who keeps harassing Kim Kardashian. It's like yeah, he's like the celebrity just, prankster guy. Yeah, and he like puts his hands on women, and he's insane, and he should go to jail. Like, well, there's a very funny joke to grab yeah, famous women. It's to, a hilarious, hilarious joke to invade someone's personal space. A woman who already feels vulnerable and scared. It's very Wasn't fun. it like I think that same guy was on a spree that same fashion week, and he did it to Gigi Hadid, and she punched him. Oh, I think it was Gigi or maybe Bella, but like. He he did it. He was doing it to like he's done it to a lot of famous women. Gross. And I think he did it. Well, I think he's kissed a man too, though, right? I don't know. I think it has. I forget. Like uh, uh, someone cheat at us, uh, <laughs> tweet at us, tweet at tweeted us. our Instagram. Um. So we probably. I yeah. think we got through it. Well, it was. I don't know if this is a funny episode. I don't think it was ever going to be funny. No, I it was never going to be. Funny. I think this was going to be like the episode. And I don't. If I you're looking for someone to talk shit about a woman who went through a terrible thing. No. It's not it's not these women. Listen. Trisha would though. We'll get back Trisha would <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back to, to goofing and talking about how Chloe works out too much next week. We yeah. that, those things will never change. Uh but I think I I wanted to treat it seriously because yeah. look, the point is not to come in here and be anything other than authentic about how we feel about yeah. this family. And here's the truth. I watched that episode on Sunday night crying my fucking eyes out. I got in bed and was like, like it took a lot out of me and I knew it would. And I thought it was, it was really well done and I applaud them for it. And I was so glad I felt really uh, grateful that they let us in on that because we certainly didn't deserve it. And obviously it like feeds their fame and their own thing to, to get to tell that story and master it however they want to. But like, I, I I was very interested. So I'm very eager to see w- what happens moving forward. I'm eager to see how they handle the um her like social media blackout, how they yeah. discuss it. And then the Kindle stalker Kendall stuff. Up. It seems like this is definitely going to be like a season arc. You this know? is not a lighthearted. This was not. A, I think it will be more stuff coming up, but there's yeah. a lot of heavy stuff going on. Well, we get. I mean, that's the thing that really looms over the whole thing is like the relief that she's OK. But like knowing that Kanye is headed for like Ugh. what we know is like a really severe mental breakdown like this is real shit that i blamed on halt <laughs> have you ever heard of halt it's no. like a recovery thing when people like uh people if you're ever uh 
hungry, angry, lonely, or thirsty. <laughs> They're oh. like, that's when people have their breakdowns. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, look. I think he was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was hungry. And he had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Your voice. <laughs> well i guess we'll just have to wait and see um well i think that's it yeah all right i think we did it i feel i feel this was by the way you guys have to understand this is all we want to talk about and to not we save it for when we're here about it so this is like what you're hearing is the real deal of like some crazed super fans also it should be noted that trish and eugene are out of town so we are not recording at their house we're recording at someone else's apartment that we don't know very well uh (laughs) jess and i are in a just a a spare bedroom and we just sobbed in a stranger's apartment because we're Uh, normal women and we have a normal affection for a a tv show and a family uh so you guys thank you so much if you listen to this hey good on you good on you if you can tolerate this good on you we should Um, be hanging out irl probably uh uh, yeah hit us up let's hang out don't stalk me um yeah uh so you guys if you enjoy the show if you know anyone who is into the kardashians about it or anyone who's like i love bitch sesh because i feel like that's what we're 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 close i love bitch we're definitely we want to be friends and someone's like i need more content of women talking tell them please tell them uh it really helps us if you rate and review on itunes subscribe that that helps us a lot because we're just a i think we should read them on air because we're just complimentary yeah we're three lazy ladies who barely know how to promote so please you can follow us on twitter on instagram Mm -hmm. uh and our facebook page kardashian it pod Mm -hmm. uh i think our instagram is yeah our it's Cardition it pod and then the instagram is Cardition it yeah, um perfect and you can email us at Cardition it at gmail.com um oh here's a funny glass note that i uh i would love to share um on our instagram which is growing but it is but uh, but does not have um an enormous following um did you get this notification for this like account that uh followed us no and <laughs> they wrote like an inspirational comment and it made me laugh oh, read it uh oh where is it i shouldn't do this now you gotta screenshot these i thought i did uh okay i'll i'll read it next week wait no let's find it i thought uh, it was on i thought it was like uh was God. it for us it was well it, it was like some generic like it was like a brand basically left this like generic um maybe it was i thought it was maybe, maybe it was on your personal account no it was really weird it was uh i'll find it for oh here we go yeah here this is it on this one. Oh, it was on my personal account but it's when i posted for oh, okay. it. so uh i posted like our our logo and i and i promoted and then a brand called High Quarters, which is, uh, is that a horse company? It's no, it's the HQ of girls power of girls power. Uh, and it's kind of looks like it's like necklaces and clothing and stuff for like teen girls. We love necklaces uh, and clothing. They just commented on my page, uh, on my Instagram, a daily motivational quote can change your life. Here's ours for you. Quote, be happy, be who you want to be. If others don't like it, then let them be. Happiness is a choice. Life isn't about pleasing everybody. And then two little hand peace signs. <laughs> These people just found me. They love us. Anyways, it was delightful. They're our biggest fans. We got some fans. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, again, rate us review yeah. on uh, subscribe, rate review on iTunes. Tell friends, please get some get some word out there. Yeah, uh, help us out, mom. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, we love you. Okay. We love you. Thanks so Bye. much. Bye. Bye.